Hello and welcome to Talk Ag to Me, a podcast dedicated to improving ag literacy around the globe. I'm your host, Brennan Black, and today I'm joined by three special guests. Today I have the District 9 Dairy Princesses with me today. Um, why, don't, why don't you guys go ahead? I don't, I don't care who starts. Start introducing yourselves, please. Okay. <laughs> um, my name's Lindsay Madonza. I'm the District 9 First Alternate Dairy Princess. I'm Kaylee Faria, and I am the District 9 Dairy Princess. I am Jenna Kutzier, and I am District 9 Second Alternate Dairy Princess. All right, cool. So real quick, why don't you guys explain what a dairy princess is, or like what you know, what, it, what does it mean to be a dairy princess? Um, okay, so <laughs> a dairy princess just is basically involved with the California Milk Advisory Board, mm. and they go around through their different districts. There's, what, nine or... Yeah, nine active ones, I believe. There's nine active districts in California, and they just go within their district, the the Dairy Princess and the Alternates, and they um, spread awareness about what and go California to, milk yeah. is and mm. look for the seal. It's <laughs> like our <laughs> motto. Yeah. yeah. And go to classrooms and teach kids about the industry itself, and um, yeah. Yeah, so we're basically advocates for the dairy industry, dairy products, and most importantly, the real California milk seal. Cool. Sounds good. Um, how are the districts divided? Do you know? I it's always, by counties. By county? Okay. Yeah. I, I always thought that, but I couldn't, I couldn't remember if there was like a special boundary, if it's yeah. just counties. Okay. So we're kind of the Tulare County Dairy Princesses, but I'm pretty sure there's another like small county or two like within yeah. ours. Okay. But Oh, yeah. yeah. Inyo or something like that? I, 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 yeah. I swear. I saw it. I swear. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> On the book Yeah. yeah. Some sure. are made up of like multiple counties, and then some are just like yeah. one or two. Ours is pretty big. Okay. Yeah. Nine is pretty big. That kind of makes sense. I mean, we're one of the biggest dairy counties in California. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Um, what, why don't you guys talk us through the uh, process of becoming a dairy princess? Okay. Well, so, first you must apply. Yeah. <laughs> so there's an application on the California Milk Advisory Board website, okay. and you apply for that. It's pretty lengthy. Kind of reminds me of college yeah. apps, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to, like, write an essay. Then, oh, I think, man. like, a couple essays. Yeah, not just one essay. <laughs> and... Yeah. Then after you turn in your application, mm. they let you know like if you're accepted onto the mm. next rounds, and then there's they give you a topic to do kind of a mock presentation in front of a panel of judges, and mm. then that's also included with an interview process. And then there's the big salute to dairy industry dinner, mm. where we have to answer some on stage questions, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, they just want to test like yeah. your knowledge and how well you work under pressure, like yeah. in front yeah. of and crowds. The presentation, like we find out what our topic is, like three days prior to okay. the interview. Yeah, yeah. Time. So yeah, okay. yeah. And they want to um, the on stage questions are for like your public speaking skills, and yeah. they just really want to know how personable you are and how you interact with people in general. And on the spot. Yeah, and they don't want you to be kind of like you know like a grumpy goose. Like you know, they want <laughs> yeah. someone like happy and positive to represent the dairy industry. Right. No. Yeah. I went to the um, the coronation a couple years ago for Abby and Haley. I got to see them mm-hmm. coronated, and that was pretty you know pretty cool event. I actually got to meet a guy from um, Great Britain, and he was involved in the dairy industry over there. And one of his friends invited him to go see the the dairy princess coronation, and he was like. You guys have dairy princesses? What? <laughs> and he was all, it was hilarious. He had like a cool. super thick accent. He was great. But yeah, no, that's a really cool, uh, you know, process. That, like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's I'm glad that you guys like have like an actual like process in doing it. It's not just like a popularity contest like some of the other. Oh, know, yeah. Them. The judges are pulled like out of Tulare County too. They're not from here. Right. 
Yeah. And they're just related to whatever the yeah the California the California Milk Advisory Board. Yeah. They, okay. They're the ones who are appointed by them. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That's that's pretty cool then, because like a lot of people like whenever I try to explain what the Dairy Princess is, because I don't know a whole lot about it, so I try mm-hmm. to explain them what it is. Like a lot of them think it's like a beauty contest, like a beauty pageant mm-hmm. kind of thing. I'm like, oh no, no. Yeah. no. they make it. Like, they, they make s- it very clear that it's not right. Because yeah. like they see the sash and they think so. Yeah. I'm like, no, they're yeah. like you know they're like advocating for an industry. They're not just mm-hmm. you know face. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm I'm glad that there's a little bit more of a process to getting to that yeah. level than just show up and boom you get the you get the yeah. sash. Well, like a lot of people too, like they don't realize that it's CMAB that puts it on. Because I know some mm-hmm. people have asked me like, oh, is that it through FA or something or like right? Because you know, and then yeah. it helps because then it. See, that's why CMAB has it, so they can get the word out about CMAB because in the real California milk sale. Right, yeah. And that's another thing. A lot of people think that it's like you have to be an FFA to be a dairy princess, and you have to be like through, you know, some kind of, you have to, like, mm-hmm. you, have, mm-hmm. you know, you have to go through high school to, to get to it. It's not connected to the FFA or 4-H or yeah. like that. It's its own, it's its own deal. Yeah, but FFA and there's definitely supplemented right, with their knowledge. For sure. Yeah. Right, and I could yeah. imagine it would Pretty, yeah. pretty sure it'd be pretty hard to get into it if you yeah. weren't in one of those two. <laughs> yeah, and one of the criteria of having to become a dairy princess, at least for our district, like you either have to, you know, raise dairy, participate in like, you know, a dairy judging contest or dairy products judging, or you have to come from a dairy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there are criteria, not just anyone yeah. can be one. You have to be related or affiliated with the dairy industry somehow. Yeah. Right, yeah, no, that makes sense. It'd be kind of weird if they had like some, you know, somebody who's ever Poultry been a cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just, yeah. you know, just someone from like, you know, New York that like moves to California. Like, right. I want to be a dairy princess because I want to live down, but you know, I'm from the city. Yeah, no, yeah. like somebody who, you know, they walk up there, you're like, you know, I really like the brown cows. They give me the chocolate milk, so I think that, <laughs> I think that's a good reason to make me a dairy princess. Yeah. You know? It's like, that'd be, uh, that'd be not, not good. Yeah. But yeah, so. Um, so why don't you guys tell, tell us a little bit about what you do in terms of, because you mentioned how you go to the classrooms and you mm-hmm. talk to the kids. So why don't you talk a little bit about what you do in the classroom? Okay. Um, so I guess I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> so in the classroom, you typically put together a presentation mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. both of us have like slide presentation. I think all of us do. And you just get up in front of the students. Well, we call it like an elevator speech mm-hmm. whenever you get in there. It's you basically you introduce yourself, talk about a little bit about what, what a dairy princess is and why you're there, and just get them started. And like automatically, especially little kids get like so excited right. and they're just <laughs> ready to like look at what you're about to tell them. So you just talk about what dairy the dairy industry is. And mm, I know just our the foundation of it. Yeah, our topic was farm to table. So mm. a lot of us talk about oh what that process is, and they talk about nutrition and gotcha. the cows and yeah. you know you just try to get the kids as um as much knowledge as you can in that limited amount of ta- a time and they like to ask a lot of questions yes <laughs> i like milk and cookies and then you yes. just see like 30 more hands go up and all of them just want to tell you how much they love <laughs> yes this kid because i just did a presentation at early mart this kid rose his hand and i called on him like expecting a question and he goes like I love cows. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, how do you, like, uh, go, like, continue your presentation after that? You don't know what you're really going to say. Yeah. yeah. It's like, me too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of a challenge, especially with, like, younger kids, because obviously, you know, we're not teachers. We don't interact mm-hmm. with, you know, a classroom full right. of kindergartners every day. You don't know these kids. Right. Yeah, and you don't know, yeah. like, you know, just, like, what levels they're at of like understanding mm-hmm. and it's just it's a challenge because I know one thing I realized after my first presentation because I presented to kindergarten through third graders mm. and like the third graders were kind of catching on but my 
my PowerPoint presentation has like a lot of words on it and like, you know, some kindergartners oh, yeah. can't really read big words like homogenization <laughs> and stuff right. like that. Yeah, you gotta yeah. find ways to <laughs> interact the kids with your presentation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So they don't mm-hmm. like, ask a lot bored. of questions. Yeah. Tell them to repeat things after you. Yeah. Break yeah. things down, make it a little yeah. more understandable for them. Mm-hmm. And at Dairy Princess Training Week, um, we kind of like went through like presentations and got ideas and stuff like that. Gotcha. And, like, mm-hmm. Got went through training actually. <laughs> yeah. Right, so. And yeah. they also helped. gave us this, like, you know, Dairy Princess Handbook, which is oh, basically, yeah. like, the Bible for us. <laughs> yes. And Always reference that yeah. before you go anywhere. <laughs> and after my first presentation and realizing, like, wow, different age groups are a lot different, I made a couple right. different presentations because I also did one, or am going to do one at my high school, so I figured, you mm. know, they know that milk comes from cows. Like, you know, right. freshmen in high school obviously I know that. So. Yeah. <laughs> so then that presentation is more based on, like, how our dairies, you know, cater towards being sustainable and mm. nutrition facts and animal care and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's another question I have. Like, are you guys more involved in, like, the um, like the dairy products industry or, like, the dairy, like, actual farming industry? Like, which side are you more, uh, I guess, I don't know, which, which side do you pertain to the most whenever you do your presentations? Like, personally? Well, or... just, like, whenever, like, you're explaining stuff to the kids, do you talk more about the cows or the milk in the bottle? It's probably both. It's kind of, yeah, it's like pretty you much try both. to like cover as much as you yeah. can. Yeah, but you okay. don't want to go too in depth because like might kind of confuse them. And, like, yeah, gotcha. Say, you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like my presentation for younger kids, it's basically like this is a calf, and then it becomes you know a heifer, and then a cow, and then there's a whole like factory process of it, and then afterwards I talk about all the different dairy products because you know they mm. love some chocolate milk and ice <laughs> right. cream yes. and right. then you know sometimes I just like say hey like you know who had like milk in their cereal or who likes milk and cookies to just kind of get them to interact a little bit and get excited and then I mentioned the real California milk seal because that's a really really mm-hmm. big part of what we do gotcha okay that makes sense so I know you guys are involved you guys are involved with the farm show too right because I always see the dairy princess yeah we're gonna yeah. Like, be there we'll be yeah. there you have like a like you do a presentation there too. You kind of make a presence there. What is your role there? It's mm, a good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't done it yet. So okay. yeah, from shows happened yet, but I'm sure we just work with like the. And does California Milk Advisory Board have a booth there? I, I, think so. I so we'd probably yeah. be. It'd like, probably be similar to what we did at State Fair, gotcha. which was in Sacramento, yeah. where we just kind of stood at the booth, talked to people, took pictures, and okay, yeah, yeah like that. If anyone has questions and stuff. Okay, so do you guys make more like because. The way I'm kind of understanding, you guys make you guys go to like, um, like just a lot of areas where there's going to be a lot of people to talk to, like a lot of like younger people to talk mm-hmm. to and educate and that kind of thing. So, you guys make any presences on more like farm operations? Like, do you like go to any actual dairies and like have any like conversations with actual farmers? Do you actually go over, which I know they don't need, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need to teach them anything. Yeah. They know. <laughs> yeah. But like, do you actually like go over and just like, you know, just for the, um, you know, just to show that the dairy princesses are a little bit more involved in like the, industry than just talking about it? Do you guys actually mm-hmm. go and talk to the farmers or do you kind of just talk about what they're doing and, and explain it to the kids? I guess one farmer would be my dad. Like our questions. Yeah. I kind of wanted to like do something like on our Instagram page just like mm-hmm. highlighting so different dairy, dairy farmers yeah. in our mm-hmm. district. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. I thought about doing that, like something that's more yeah. interactive. But everything yeah. that we do has to be approved. Gotcha. And there's yeah. a big long process for everything. And as far as like interacting with other dairy farmers, a couple of industries like 
CDI and then like Rosa Brothers have asked us like for at a point during our reign to like come over and just like be part of a tour okay. so we can kind of like show a presence within different mm-hmm. parts of the dairy industry. Yeah, and I think that'd be good just to, you know, because it's good to like, because a lot of the problem with, um, you know, just people who are advocating for a certain thing is like they'll advocate for it, but people never see them actually doing mm-hmm. the thing they're advocating for. So like not saying that you guys aren't involved in the dairy industry because yeah. I know all of you are, mm-hmm. but just like, you know, it's one thing not to talk about it and it's another thing to actually be involved in it and show yeah. that you're being involved mm-hmm. in it. And so it's just like... Yeah, that kind of like, I know at State Fair, whenever you're like walking around all these like dairy kids who are like really like good, like it's showing and they're right. just, they're really involved obviously. Right. And you're just walking around in your crowning sash. They kind of do look at you a little weird and you're like, I promise yeah. this, I'm not like this all the time. No. Yeah. I know yeah. what it's like to get dirty. And, right. Yeah. Which like, yeah, like I said, a lot of people around here would know that you guys are obviously more involved in the dairy industry mm-hmm. than you give off to be just, you know, you're walking around with your sash mm-hmm. and your crown. But like somebody who's not involved in the dairy industry, who doesn't know you personally, mm-hmm. might look at you and say, well, they're talking about milk, but do they actually have they ever actually milked the cow? Like they, because mm-hmm. there's always people there yeah. trying to kind of assume yeah. that stuff and just yeah, that's how people are. But um, yeah. So I was just kind of curious mm-hmm. if you guys yeah. had a little more involved in that. And that's where like I mean the crown and the sash like it helps in the sense that it makes people ask questions right. and actually come up to us. That's and true. That's when mm-hmm. we use the knowledge that we have and like explain to them that we would do both sides. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's good. Like Lindsay and I, our first <clears throat> outing to State Fair, I. Like five minutes after we got off the train, this guy came up to us and asked us a million questions. <laughs> yeah. We were like, "Wow, yeah. this is this is what the world of being a dairy princess is like." <laughs> it was like overwhelming. It was like our yeah. first appearance. Like we no. had just gone through training, and we we're like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, we had <laughs> what do we do? We hadn't gotten to the fair yet. Like we just got off. Oh, the we were at the train station. Yeah, just <laughs> no. not even left the station yet. Yeah, he yeah. just comes up to us. He's like." So you guys are princesses and just like <laughs> asking. It's like yeah. insane. Well, it was in Sacramento, right? Yeah. Yes. They don't see that every day. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, we're in a little out of questions here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you think is probably the most beneficial part? Like, why do you think that we need dairy princesses? What do you think is the, is the benefit in having them around? I think part of it's the same reason why you have your podcast is because ag literacy is a huge problem. Mm -hmm. Not, I mean, it's a huge problem here in the Central Valley, but if you really think about it, like in Northern California and Southern California, they don't have ag to look at Mm 24-7. They don't, you know, drive across town and they see like a dairy on one side and orchard Mm -hmm. of trees on the other side. And I don't think people realize how much agriculture and the dairy industry really impact their lives each and every day well even like even in my own classroom like in our our county and stuff Mm -hmm. like that there's kids who like can see the agriculture around us and yet don't know anything about it Mm -hmm. and that's why we're here for i mean they still are like yeah yeah. believing things right yeah that they see on the internet Mm -hmm. or whatever so i think the dairy princess is just like a positive influence like Mm -hmm. on the dairy industry Mm -hmm. for kids to look at and get yeah. their knowledge from something that is very trustworthy yeah. and just yeah. something that's fun yeah. for them. Also, it's like it helps the farmers. Like bottom yeah. line, it helps the farmers where they're, where the product came from, where it's, you know, I guess that makes sense. If that, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I mean, because um, we're trying to sell a product and it's a nutritional, health, healthy product right. and change the face of what consumers may see about the dairy industry. Right. No, I, I agree with you. I think it's really important to have, a, you know, somebody out there talking about it was like you said with the, with the podcast mm-hmm. same thing i mean like when i was a uh, my first year doing stamp i got that i got asked that question you know why do you think it's important to get a species about ag why do you think it's important to talk to people about ag like why 
you know, because there's a bunch of like old farmers that don't want to give out their secrets. Like, no, I'm not telling you how to raise my cows because then you're going to steal my ideas and steal yeah. my money. And so, like, mm-hmm. how, why is it important to tell people what they're doing? Is you know, because they they need to be trusted, and mm-hmm. that's kind of the the problem right now. Is a lot not a lot of farmers are trusted because mm-hmm. either the farmers aren't doing enough to tell them what they're doing, or the consumers aren't doing enough to actually look into what yeah. they're doing. And well, it's just that a lot of the consumers believe that farmers need to be like the stereotypical red barn right everything right? <laughs> right i mean just like a technology technology has innovated so right. why can't agriculture and dairy industry yeah. right no and that's what a lot of people like lack. i think there's a lot of negativity towards mm-hmm. agriculture especially mm-hmm. at animal agriculture because oh, yeah. people just they yeah. they look at animals and they're yeah. like oh my gosh <laughs> they're just like us and it, it's hard to change people's minds mm-hmm. right yeah and i think pop culture plays mm-hmm. a huge role in that and mm-hmm. there's a lot of trends like veganism and stuff like that and I don't disagree with anyone's lifestyle choices (laughs) everyone's allowed to make any choice that they want but that doesn't mean that they should force their ideas onto other people right it's just like just you're you're here to educate not Mm -hmm. shove like your side on the throat whatever yeah you know like everyone we're not here to like force people to drink milk but we do we definitely (laughs) (laughs) we definitely want them to understand like what milk is and why right I think it's good it's for you. It's really important to give people an opportunity to ask questions and have them answered and to just learn both sides of every story mm-hmm. and then after they've learned everything to make decisions for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's just it's good to make them think about things. Like even though mm-hmm. Mr. Kwan, when I had him on the show, which rest in peace, Mr. Kwan, but um, when I had him on the show, a big um, part of our conversation was Whatever you do in the agriculture industry, if you're going to have a conversation with somebody, it cannot be an argument because if it's an argument, you both just lost. It's about making them think about their side better and not trying to force your side onto them because they're never going to trust your side if you're just trying to force it. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that that's a really good thing to keep in mind, which I'd... Yeah, I commend all of you guys for Mm -hmm. coming out there and giving your spiel, even though a lot of people are against Mm -hmm. it. Actually... Kind of funny story, a, um, a good family friend of mine, he has a dairy out in Goshen, his name's Steve Pereira, and he'd probably kill me to know I just said his name on my podcast because he does not want to be on here. But anyways, <laughs> he, um, yesterday he had a, um, a film crew come out to his dairy, and um, his apparently it was like his vet's niece was like coming out, and she, she went to, she was at UC Berkeley. And so, like, his vet's niece, oh, like, so his vet asked him if she could come out because she's like, um like a film major mm-hmm. and her final is she has to do a her own film on something and so her you know her dad or her her uncle you know his vet was asking he's like hey can my niece come out here and, and film your dairy and he's just like like you know he's terrified he doesn't want her to come out there no, and, and film yeah. his dairy but he no. let her do it and Which so she, sad. yeah no she came out and like all of her buddies came out and they're all like you know wearing like their skinny jeans and like they're like you know they're nice like nice clothes and like they're wearing cowboy hats with all they're, like the cowboy hats you buy in like a like, gas station on the way yeah. over because you know they're, <laughs> like, they're like you can't wear a cowboy hat with skinny jeans that's just a work yeah. so oh, they're gosh. like you know they're all from like san francisco and berkeley and yeah. san, in sacramento so like you know they weren't obviously from here and Steve had to take a giant risk in letting them, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, take footage of his dairy. He had to go tell all his workers, hey, you're not allowed to, you know, hit the cows. You're not allowed to slap them on the butt. I don't even care. You can't lay a hand on them unless it's just to push them along. Yeah. You know, I don't want anything looking bad. I want all those crowds as clean as they've ever been. I want everything mm-hmm. sanitized. And he has yeah. a very clean dairy as mm-hmm. it is, yeah. but, like, you know, he couldn't take any chances. Cause, yeah, cause, because they'll take the it. The consumers don't realize why they're doing this. Right. Things. No, exactly. And yeah. it's just, it's, you know, he... There's a reason for everything. Right. So he came over yesterday because we were going to the Ethan Crook um, deal, the uh, 
The dinner. Yeah, the dinner mm-hmm. from, you know, last night. He he went with us, and he was telling us he was just, like, terrified all day, just, like, sitting sitting in his house, watching out his window. He's like, what are they doing now? Are they going to post that? Am I <laughs> Following gonna, them? Yeah, am I going to be on the 5 o'clock news? And he... Yeah. He actually um, requested that they send him a copy of the film before she turns it in because he wants to make sure she's yeah, not on yeah. him or anything. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, it's really sad that that's the point we're at now. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. We can't take pictures or videos of anything. can't trust anyone. Right, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's because like within social media, people just assume things that are absolutely bizarre. Right. I remember seeing a post on Twitter and it's just like, you know, a cow sticking its head through a stanchion mm-hmm. and like, you know, there's like a caption on it saying like, oh, dairy farmers are like, you know, putting cows in these like cow crusher machines. Yeah, and I'm like, the hoof you obviously, <laughs> it was the hoof trimmer. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a hoof trimmer machine. It was, it was something it's like that. death. It, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's absolutely, yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> like, obviously you don't know anything about the dairy industry and yeah. I feel like that's, it's so important to just advocate for it and help educate the public so they can right. know it's the truth because obviously we love these animals just as much as the next guy. It's our right. livelihood. Yeah. yeah. The no, last exactly. thing we would do is to hurt anything. Right. It makes no sense. I mean, just speaking from a financial level, I mean, like, well, obviously on the ethical level, we don't want to hurt animals. We, it gets us no benefit. But speaking on the mm-hmm. financial level, our money goes down as the stress levels of those cows go up. We cannot exactly. afford to have them Not stressed comfy. out. We have to have them, you know, as comfy and as, as content yeah. as they can mm-hmm. be. I started working on a, on a dairy out in Corcoran, mm-hmm. and, like, my boss, he's another British guy. I know, I know, I know a lot of British <laughs> dairymen. <laughs> he's British dairymen. <laughs> um, he was telling out. me, like, he was giving me a ride around the dairy, kind of showing me around, and he's been having a hard time getting his workers to be more gentle with the cows. And mm-hmm. because, you know, they're all, like, they want the cows to move and they want to go because they yeah. want to go home. And he's telling him, he's like, your cows are not going to work for you if you're not, you know, yeah. kind of them. You have to be gentle. You have to be, you know, you have to show them some love and support. Because I, I work in the calf ranch area of it. And so he was telling the workers I feed with, he's, he's going to make them have a competition. Whoever can have the healthiest calves at the end of a month <laughs> oh, gets good. like a bonus. Because then <laughs> it gives them incentive to actually, you know, take yeah, care of the calves. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're like vaccinating them when they need to be vaccinated. Oh, yeah. that kind of stuff, But they're not like showing them, you know, love and support and you know, what they need to just do. being maybe too aggressive than right they need to be right just a little bit too and it's nothing like you know they're not killing calves or anything it's nothing no. bad it's just you know sometimes they're a little bit too rough with them they need to be a little bit more you know like or they're like they're walking by on like a cow or like a calf like sticks his head out and they like smack his nose to go back in or something like that or, well yeah you know. or maybe like they get mad if it kicks him or right or tries to kick him you know? right yeah which like i they, mean it's understandable because i don't want to get kicked by a cow <laughs> but right. i mean yeah but yeah no it's just one of those things like there's a certain level of truth to, you know, we need to be kinder to our animals, but it just doesn't make sense to say that all dairy farmers are evil and they all want their animals. Well, to yeah, there's bad tortured. people in every industry. Right, and no, it's exactly. Just, it just sucks because it's like that one bad person gets, like, gets like makes the whole industry look bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, that's not true. Right, but. no, exactly. So, yeah, no, I think you guys are doing a good job of mm-hmm. advocating for the dairy industry, especially in, in this area because, we, you know, we have – one of the largest. Right, well, California is top right now, right? In dairy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tulare County is the top uh, and producing county, too. We're the top county on in the, the world. Most, the most like recent census, which was like mm-hmm. 2011. Wow. Yeah. I know Wisconsin is winning in cheese, but that's all they got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin is just a bunch of cheese heads. We don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to any Wisconsin listeners. I don't have any Wisconsin listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I do, then we can hash it out in the comments. Don't worry about it. But, um, yeah. yeah, no, but I think it's a good I thing. Think of that one person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Commenting down below, I'm furious that you insulted my people. <laughs> just 
They're not cheese cheese yeah. Yeah. Wisconsin people are too no, close to Canada. They're, they're too nice. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, I meet a lot at national convention. They're kind of interesting. Really? Oh, you, you met, met some Wisconsin's? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever met any Wisconsin people at uh, nationals. I met a lot of like... Like people from like like the like the dairy farmers from New York. I met some of those guys. Oh, those are oh, interesting. Really? I like those guys. They're they're weird. Like, like not, not not weird, but like they're <laughs> just nice yeah. They're just like they're different. Yeah. They are different. Like everyone's different at national convention. You right. never know who you're gonna meet. Right. No, it's really it's an interesting <laughs> place. Like you meet a lot of weird uh, individuals. Different. Different individuals <laughs> is a probably better way to put it. But <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not even talking about South Carolina. Like how you said. Don't even talk about South Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) What about them? Oh man, they're interesting. We'll talk about it after the episode. But (laughs) Uh, no, in Indiana, this is kind of on topic, I guess. But in Indiana, the group that I was with, we all took a tour of what it's called Fair Oaks Farms. Mm. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. But um, basically, five dairymen came together and they just made this farm. And one of them's actually from California. Mm. I I forgot his name, but. it's just this huge. It's basically the best way to describe it is a Disneyland, but for dairy farming. Like it's <laughs> oh, dang. huge. That's awesome. It, they have different farm sites, and I think there's like eleven of them. Jeez. And they have these bus tours that are just going like all the time, and the buses are like cow print, and it's mm-hmm. so That's cute. So cool. They have like a what's called a cow fay, and mm. it's just it's another way that they're just trying to spread awareness about the industry. So That's it's awesome. like. There are people that are coming in. They're like schools that are coming in, and they're just learning That's a cool. lot about the dairy industry. And it's that like was in Indiana. Yeah, and it's a lot of truth. It takes you through the freestyle barns. It talks about what a freestyle barn is, and it talk. It goes over the milking. They have a huge <laughs> milking parlor and um, carousel barn, and it's just like, it's so different because wow. it's like a lot bigger than like your farms here. Yeah. But it's really cool that. To, to yeah. have seen that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I wish I could have gone. I don't know why I didn't get to go to that one. I went to Indiana. What the heck? Mm-hmm. I went to the Indy 500. Because I went with Susa. Indy 500 is pretty cool. <laughs> the Indy 500, I did like kissing the bricks. That was pretty cool. But, yeah, we didn't get to do that. We um, were going to go on Friday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's, that's cool. So yeah, no, I'm, uh, I think, I think that about wraps it up. I don't think I have any more questions for you guys. Nice. So uh, yeah, I'd just like to uh, thank all of you, uh, Gary Princesses, mm-hmm. for joining me on this, uh, what's it say, Sunday? Yeah, <laughs> Sunday. S- Sunday yeah. afternoon. I'm so the fourth, off. I think. Is, yes, I, yeah. I believe yeah. it is. Yes. They're not going to hear it until Wednesday, but anyways. Yeah, I'd like to thank you for uh, joining us on this episode and appreciate you uh, coming out and talking to us a little bit about what you guys represent and, and what you do. And uh, I think what you're doing is awesome. And I appreciate it. Coming from someone who is advocating agriculture on a bi-weekly basis now, one weekly, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. issues. Um, <laughs> no, I appreciate uh, what you guys are doing. And, uh, yeah, so thanks again for, uh, for coming on. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Any yeah. final comments you want to uh, add on or? Drink um, milk. Yeah, let's have a lot of seal. Yeah. <laughs> Real it does have a lot of All right, well, I think that's it. Uh, I'd like to thank all of you guys so much for tuning in. And, uh, actually, we have a, another interview this week that's not going to be coming out for another two weeks, though. That, but that's a very exciting one. Um, I don't know if you guys know Mr. Tebow at all. Mm-hmm. You know Mr. Yeah, Tebow? That, that's oh, my yeah. ag teacher's ag teacher. Okay, that was yeah. my parents' ag teacher. So he's he's one of the teachers over at CAOS, and I got yeah. him to come on an interview. So he's I'm interviewing him on Thursday. He's not going to be out for yeah. a couple weeks, though. Uh, he's so. made such a huge impact on oh, our man. community. Oh, Mr. Tebow's amazing. <laughs> Anyways, we'll have him on in a couple weeks, more than likely. Um, so, yeah, make sure you tune in for that episode. And thank you so much for watching. And don't forget, if you ate today, thank a farmer.